Hello again, and welcome to episode 9 of the Kefili Works podcast. Last week, I brought you part 1 of a conversation I had with Gaina, Employment Mentor for the Communities for Work project, about some interview tips and techniques. On this episode, we're going to continue that conversation, so here is part 2. One thing I, I always wish I was told uh, when I was younger, because I, I never had access to all these amazing, you know, a mentoring uh, when I was younger, you know, it's, it's nice that people have got it now, but I wish I had had it then, um, was think before answering questions. Because I always thought when somebody asks a question, you've got seconds to think of the answer and tell them, you know, straight away. And, you know, and I used to fumble over what I was saying, say the wrong thing um, or just kind of black out. And I come back five minutes later and think, what have I just said to that person you are allowed time to kind of sit you are definitely and and breathe as well i think that's what something i say to people make sure you breathe because as stupid as that sounds some people just like rattle on and on and on and on and and then it's come to the end and then they're like (gasps) (laughs) yeah stop and think for a couple of seconds uh, about what you're going to say and another thing sort of on that same um theme is that uh, sometimes questions will come in two parts so they they will ask you a question and and there's sort of follow-up to that question in the question and I've done this before that you answer the first part and then you forget what the second part was but don't worry make sure that you're answering the right question just ask say or I you know I really sorry but I've think I I've covered everything what I, I needed to cover in the first part but then can you remind me now what the second part was you know, it's much easier to, to ask than to get it wrong and answer a completely different question than what they've asked. And they're not looking for, for too much, um, you know, they're not looking for a whole spiel. Um, funnily, I, I remember when I was interviewing someone before, uh, and it's the general first question, you know, everyone asks is, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, and the person gave a very short answer. Like, okay, you know, that's fine. Can, you know, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? 20 minutes later, they were still talking. <laughs> and I thought, okay, you've, you've gone from a one-sentence answer to something that's far too long. I, I think I know more about you than I do about myself at the moment. Um, and we've, we've got about 15 minutes left of the interview to actually get through everything else for other people to see. You know, it's, it's keeping it to the point. That's exactly what I was going to say to you, Craig. Keep to the point and, and don't waffle. It's easy, I, you know, I'm a um, massive waffler, so I'm... Maybe the wrong one to say it. The, the point of the, the the interview is to find out how good you are for that job, not to know like, that you went to school, started at five years old, and and then at ten years old you went to comprehensive, and then you met your girlfriend and your or your boyfriend, and then you got married when you was twenty one. And they don't want to know that because that's nothing to do with the interview. Yeah, everything in that interview has got to be about why you want that job, and why you were going to be the right person for that job. Yeah, definitely. Keep, yeah, keep to the keep point. The point. Um, and don't talk too fast. That's my personal tip. <laughs> I'm a very, very fast yes. talker and I have to stop. When I get excited, I'm gone. And people just look at me like <laughs> I don't know what he's just said. So it's even if you're nervous or excited, either one, make sure you slow down and uh, take time. As I said, take a take, breath. Take, take a breath. Have a think. I love the glass of water on the table um, because that's a, a good way to, you know, if they they got water, take a glass. Because if you need to think, take a sip. Because you're taking a glass, it's not too awkward. And then maybe talk after. Good idea, Craig. But I, I will. Sorry, being on the like negative side, I can remember being so nervous that my hands were shaking so much that the the glass was rattling against my teeth. 
Oh, which again wasn't wasn't a good look. Take your own so, stroll, maybe. So yeah, a, a... choose your point to pick your glass up, and your yeah. hands are not shaking. Well, speaking about <laughs> foods and and things, there's one thing that one of the uh, the team sent through, which I don't know how to take it to be honest. It was about adhering to all the rules, because um, there've been occasions where people have gone into an interview and there was a rule: don't eat in the room. Um, oh. And then they had a task to actually decorate some cookies. Uh, and anyone right. who took a bite didn't make it through to the next room. Really? Oh, that's a strange one. So it was like a bit of a, a, a test within within an interview. So it, I guess that's been observant to what they want and what they're looking for in, in that case. Yeah, that is sort of a trick thing, isn't it? Like I can remember um, doing a, a, a course once where we had a piece of paper with giving instructions. And then when you got to the end, you, that's all you had to do was put it sign the bottom and but everyone was taking so much time re- going answering all the questions and it was only at the last question that he said ignore all the questions before and just write your name at the bottom so it, again yeah it's, it's just making sure that you read through everything yeah, i guess that's, that's job dependent as well so you know it, it might have been a, a certain yeah. job where you have to have high attention to detail make sure you're reading through things thoroughly before but then again, if you made cookies, I mean, who's not going to eat them? Yeah. I wouldn't. And the nuts in them, to be honest. It's just putting temptation in your way, you know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> not just the team who sent things, you know, personal things, but also, you know, there's been lots of things on, on TV. Uh, the Apprentice is, is also one of the bigger ones um, that is mainly about, you know, interviews and a, and a big job interview uh, week to week. So. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, everyone wants that, wants to watch that. Uh, episode of the the series only with the interviews to be honest they are extremes they they are sort of made to to trick people which isn't isn't a true sort of reflection of what a, a, an interview that you or me may go for but yeah they, they are um, enjoyable seeing people get into those um situations that uh, they don't need to get into again it's, it's one of the the tips is that we give to people is don't lie so, you know, don't lie about what you've done before. No, it's, it's a fine line in it. It's, it's between, you know, it's trying to, you know, promote yourself and say, oh, I, I, I can do this, I am good at this. You know, and, it's, and some people might find that a bit difficult sometimes to... Um... A lot of people don't like talking about themselves and saying good things about themselves. I mean, I've done courses before where, uh, where I've said to people, right, say five nice things about yourself, five things that are good. And they find it so difficult. They can't say good things about themselves. But you say say five bad things about yourself, and they find it really easy. So it it is. It's not about lying. It's it's just to, you know, make sure you you make a good impression of yourself, and make sure you say all the good stuff that you've done. That's it. The good the good the good impression is is the, the main thing. Um, and the bad impression would be lying. You know. Yeah. I have done something you haven't done. If, if it gets checked later on, then. And and again, going back to what you said about um, like giving one word answers, that's that's not good. Is because again, as I said before, doing the interview is is sort of an expansion of your CV. So where you can only put a few little lines on your CV about what you've done, the interview is to expand on that and give examples. Because um, you know, it's one of the things that that I've uh, found that most people fall down on is that they say, "Oh yeah, I've." Um, yeah, I worked in a shop, but that doesn't really say a lot, does it? It's not, you know, what did you do in that shop? Well, you know, you could have been the manager, you could have been the cleaner, you could have been anything, you know, anything in between. So, yeah, give examples. If, if they're asking, 
what experience have, have you had? You don't just say I worked in a shop. I was uh, in the shop. I used to um, serve customers. I used to give uh, excellent customer service. We used to have people coming back because um, they they enjoyed the experience in the shop so much. You know, that may be going a bit far, but, you know, it's, it's just giving the examples of... It's like the work you've carried out, you know, if, if, you know, yeah. you've worked on the shop floor if you worked out of the warehouse you know and it is that rapport is a good one you know if you can show you can build really good rapport with customers yeah some do like you know i used to work in the shop and a lot of customers used to come back uh, and say oh you know i, I you know I, I i like so-and-so you know when i come back and you know I, that's why i like coming down here because you know uh, you know whoever on on the, on the checklist it's really nice you know and i get a really nice service down here so that's why i come back you know and that, that's good little, little stories like that yeah yeah you know something like that it it's it's a really good thing to say something that's individual to you, um, that's not sort of generic. As it, yeah, I do this and I do that. Is is something that have happened to you that's different to to other people? Is is showing that you know you've got a bit of personality that you you you're right for that job. That you there's something you again. I'm going back to something that the Apprentice now is one of the. Um, Oh, was it Claire Young? She she uh, was running up in The Apprentice, and so she's given a few different tips uh, about what uh, good interviews and what bad interviews. And um, one of the things she she said is um, to know your USP, which is your unique selling point. So ask yourself what well, what's different about you to other people. Why should that employer specifically think that you were good for that job? And and not the person that was interviewed before or after you. So it's making yourself stand out in a good way. What extra things can you bring to the role that you think would be beneficial that might not be in that job description? You've hit everything in the job description, but what else do you have that someone else might not? Yeah, definitely. And uh, and sometimes, like, before prior to the interview, it, uh, on a CV or an application form, I, I know uh, from person ex- personal experience that uh, if someone have put, like, I fly an aeroplane, you know, you want to meet that person. You want to know, all right, okay, so um, what, what uh, what's it like flying an airplane? What made you want to do that? But like, like I said, it's one of the first things that you said at the, at the beginning of this is the interview is there for them to get to know you. Yeah. Um, and your personality in the team is going to be a big factor in that. And, you know, it's, it's going to know, oh, you time, know what yeah. your interests are, what you're into, how you react, you know, are you personable? Are you easy to get along with? Are you a team player? You know, and that stuff can come out in, you know, some little personal things. And maybe sometimes your your interests or your hobbies may have an effect. And if you, if again, if you haven't worked for a long time, sometimes those things uh, can be relevant uh, the transferable skills. Yeah, and transferable skills is, is a big one. Um, so one type of interview um, we've touched on a little bit, but not much, is the new way that things are going, obviously, with uh, the kind of situation, is video interviews, um, which are quite a lot like your normal type of interview. Only there's less physical interaction, there's no handshakes. Um, they only tend to see y- your face or part of your shoulders and, and, and nothing. Even in those situations, one thing a lot of people don't think about is, you know, still make sure you're dressing smart, like we said. Still make sure you've got trousers on, shoes, because it'll make you feel, you know, more prepared that way, you know. Yeah, and sometimes dress, dressing smart sometimes. It's like when you go out for an evening out, and it? it's like when you've got all your makeup on and 
and you your head in and you you know you got a nice aftershave on and and whatever it it gives you that little bit of confidence yeah it's just making sure you know that the same rules apply um no matter if it's in person um or over you know over a, a, a video interview same thing and and um as one of our um triage workers Fera, who you've uh, spoke to in one of the earlier podcasts um she gave a, a really good uh, sort of tip is that if you do a, a phone interview person on the other end can still sort of tell what what sort of mood you're in so if you've got a frown on your face or you're sort of yeah. your tone of voice is coming across not very well they can tell that you're not that interested in the interview um and as Fera um said Put a smile on, on on your face, and that comes across across the phone. Is you try it? It's surprising how um, a smiley face can sort of even if you're not seeing someone, you can still tell they got a smile on their face. Yeah, like I said, every job brings its requirements, I guess, of, of how the type of person they're looking for. You know, the the type of way they want you to present yourself. Um, I mean, going back to what we said earlier about you know shoes to an interview i'm guessing if you're going for an interview in sports or sports development or leisure or something maybe wind trainers and, and jogging bottoms might not be a bad thing i guess it depends on the job i don't know i don't know i don't know about that to be honest because um again that may be something to ask about maybe phone to ask mm-hmm. is it formal and it's shouldn't be afraid to ask you know yeah. at the interview is it going to be you know is it formal dress code or casual you know yeah. they'll tell you there and then you know it's, if it's up to you always go formal you know if if you were if you were in a waiting room and you've got like five people waiting to go to an interview and they're all dressed smartly in their suits and you've got your trainers and joggers on even if it's for a, a sports job it's going to put you off to start with so better off yeah, asking in advance to to make sure rather than you know, get there and think, oh, my God, I've made a really drastic mistake here. So always best to ask, I think. And like you said... Be... We'll have, like, Velcro trousers and just kind of rip them off if you've got something else underneath. <laughs> like Superman. <just> case. <laughs> like I said, we talked about um, The Apprentice, and it's worth having a look at, at that to sometimes to, to think how not to do an interview because that's just as, as um, interesting and, and uh, informative. Um, but there's also, um, which I, I was having a look when I was thinking about doing this podcast about um, sort of programs that are on, on the TV uh, about interviews. And there's one that I found called uh, The Job Interview on Channel 4. It's real people going for real jobs with real employers. And so that, that's a reason to look at just to to give you an idea of what employers are looking for and sort of behind the scenes that the employers are actually real people and they do care about the um, the people they're interviewing. There will be a few funny funny stories and whatever in there because they've got to do that to make it sort of entertaining. But um, the interviews themselves, they, they're a really good way of looking yourself at, at how maybe you are coming across, things that you could possibly change in what you do if, you, if you, you're going for loads of interviews and not getting jobs. You know, there's a, a, an opportunity there to see... Maybe that's things that you were doing that maybe you shouldn't be doing. But again, speak to your mentor. Yeah. You know. If you don't have a mentor, yeah, get, one. get in touch, give us a ring and get yourself a mentor. They're free. They work really hard for you. You know, they've got all the expertise. Don't be afraid. Come and ask. And if you're from, you know, the Blackwood, uh, Newbridge kind of risker area um, and you're above 25, you might end up with Gaynor. They do. Never know. 
But yeah, the mentor is, uh, yeah, definitely. I would, I would recommend them. Not just because I am <laughs> one, but uh, I'm not one, but I do recommend them. But you know, why not? What have you got to lose? And you know, just exactly. And the more help you've got, the better. Oh, definitely. When looking for work, yeah, more, more help, the better. You're, t- you're totally right. So we'll leave it there for today. So again, thank you again for for coming and having a chat about interviews, Gainer. We'll have you back at some point because you've got so much knowledge and expertise, and show there's no problem. tons of topics so we can actually chat about, uh, or we can you can just talk at me about. And I just sat here listening in awe, to be honest. There so. is, Craig. I've made notes and I haven't gone through half of them. So yeah, I think you've got a series in me yet. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do Gainer's interview techniques, the series the podcast <laughs> the movie the show the musical coming soon to a theater near you oh god it don't have don't, don't please because i will oh, sing we, we did sing we've got our our christmas video from a few years ago we were all on this singing oh yeah <laughs> nobody go back and check that to be honest i might take it down after before this goes out yeah. it doesn't exist yeah okay yeah get that on i don't think i don't think i was singing like on my own then i didn't do a solo so yeah you did oh did i <laughs> Is it on the eighth or the the, the, the ninth or the oh, one one of the top ones, on the tenth day of Christmas? Oh, yeah, the days of Christmas, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> You're gonna find it now, now. I'm gonna find it. Send it all in and I'll show you. Yeah. On the tenth day of Christmas, Kefili gave to me. Cool. Well, thanks for that, Gaina, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Lovely. Thanks, Greg. Okay. Bye. Ta. As always, if you'd like to get in touch, you can call us directly on 01443 864 227. You can email us at communityregen at kefili.gov.uk or you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube at Kefili Regen. Until next time, stay safe, take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Philly Works podcast is a collaboration between Communities for Work, Communities for Work Plus, Bridges into Work 2, Inspire to Work, Working Skills for Adults and NET. The Communities for Work Employment Support Team is funded by the Welsh Government and the European Social Fund, working in partnership with Communities and Job Centre Plus.